get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Blues General Manager Doug Armstrong. Big weekend for the St. Louis Blues as they announced the signing of Tory Krug. Seven years, six and a half million dollars per season. And Doug Armstrong joining us now to talk about the signing. I will say this just up front. Uh, there are still free agents out there. General managers across the league prefer not to talk about pending free agents that have yet to sign elsewhere. So I do want to put that out on the front end. But Army, first of all, thanks so much for the time today. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Tory Krug to get things started here. Uh, I was interested in what you said about him being a left-handed shot and being able to come in to kind of shore up that side of things. Do you think that this move with Tory Krug is something that could help Justin Falk get back to what you were expecting from him going into this season? Yeah, I do. I, I think uh, Tory's in a committee can uh, certainly run run our first power play unit if, if necessary. That's what he's done in Boston on one of the top teams. He's, uh, um, you know, he he's he as advertised. He's a point producing player, and I think it just solidifies our our group of defensemen right now. Uh, we have currently on our roster we got Pareko and Falk, uh, Bortuzzo on that right side, and we've got uh, Tory Scandella, Dunner, and Gunnarsson on that left side, and some young players really pushing so I think we we have a good balance there and uh we have some size obviously with some guys and Tori's not a big guy but he plays big and uh but his 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 attributes he brings to the table are certainly uh slanted towards uh skill offense uh you know point production as, as well as getting us out of our end quickly all right Army hopefully you're getting a little more sleep in the last couple of days first of all I know that uh these times of year are stressful for for people in your position. Um, look, Tory Krug. Let's let's isolate that deal just for a second. Obviously, you're still at the time in negotiations and talks with uh, the Petrangelo camp, and Tory Krug is available at this point because you know Boston did not make him the offer that he thought he was going to make. To our listeners, take them behind the curtain a little bit. And how does that process work? Does the agent call the team? Do you guys kick the tires over there? Just kind of, I, I'm always curious to see how these things evolve and how fast they evolve. Well, really what happens is you you, you have your, we have uh, rights to talk to players till a certain time and uh, no one could talk to uh, our unrestricted free agents till 11 a.m. on Friday and we couldn't talk to anyone else's unrestricted free agents till 11 a.m. At 11 a.m., quite honestly, I go to the board and uh, the players that we no longer have rights to, I remove. I find out where our holes are, and then we start making phone calls. And it, was, it wasn't like this was a buckshot uh, type of free agency for us. Uh, we have so many players signed at the contracts right now that we're looking to fill uh, potentially one or two roles. So we only made uh, a very select number of calls, Krug being the first one, um, just because of the, the hole that was, that was created at uh, 11.01 a.m., uh, central time on that day and uh, we had a good conversation and then uh, Tori had a good chance to talk to Craig um, you know tell him about our city tell him about the program that we're trying to run the people that are in the program um, you know that were we I told him about our decision two years ago to bring in O'Reilly and uh, 
uh, sign Perron and bring Bozak in thinking we were entering a window with a core group of guys that could last uh, for a number of years. And we were, uh, you know, just finished our second year of hopefully a five, six year window. And, uh, uh, and then in, at the end of that, we're going to have to re- reevaluate and create a new window. But with, with the, you know, the, the length of contracts we have for a number of guys and their age, 28 to 31, 27 to 31, it just seemed like he was a, a good player to fit in that group. Okay, Doug. Now, people here know about Tory Krug, the player. You can pull up the uh, hockey DB and look at his stats and know everything almost about the guy. But sometimes the biggest factors when you sign a guy is the stuff you don't see on the Internet. And for you, I know, and your culture here in St. Louis with the Blues, that stuff that people don't see is huge when you bring in players and certainly the identity of this team. You mentioned Ryan O'Reilly. He's a huge part of that culture shift for you guys. What are some of the things that, as a club, you really, really liked about Tory Krug that people don't see on the front page that maybe scouting uh, teams knew about this guy or former teammates? Just stuff that you really like about him. Well, I think, it, you know, you, you try and do your research. Uh, it's, it, the easiest part is to to evaluate his game on the ice for that 60 minutes uh, of playing time, two and a half hours a night. Uh, but what you want to do is find out the character of the of the person that you're bringing in, what he stands for, is uh, uh, how do his teammates view him. And uh, with Tori, everything came back so positive in the sense that he, he, he played in a, in, a, in a winning organization for, for a number of years. Uh, uh, was was part of a leadership group, someone that was respected by all his teammates, uh, and it, it, the, the the best part is is when you when you make a decision like that and you think that information, and then you you hear from people around the league that you trust or or you know people in different organizations that that speak highly of them, and uh, uh, so I think I think with him and Kyle Clifford, quite honestly, we got two great teammates that that are going to fit well into what we're trying to do here. That have come from winning programs, uh, Tory. You know, been to the finals, uh, been won a Presidents Trophy, uh, Clifford winning two Stanley Cups. They they understand the commitment that's necessary, and uh, they're going to come in and support uh, support to be quite honest, be part of that leadership group, but also support it uh, to create a winning or continue a winning environment here. We're talking with Blues General Manager Doug Armstrong here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Army, one of the the things that I've loved about watching your teams over the years here in St. Louis is the identity that the Blues have really developed with defense and goal prevention. Uh, with Bo Meester now no longer being a part of that and potentially losing another big piece of that on the right side, and moving now towards the direction of a Tory Krug, who you, you mentioned it is a point-producing defenseman, do you still believe that you have the same identity that you've had in the past with that goal prevention and defense, or are you guys developing something new here with a new sort of identity in your mind? Well, I think when you you look at what happened in the bubble, you you have to be you have to adapt, and uh, the game is changing; it's ever changing. I, I don't think we want to get rid of our get uh, stray too far from our core values, but there are different style of players that can have success uh, that carry the same values we have. Uh, you know. When when we sat here last uh, July 1st, we knew that Joel Edmondson was going to be unrestricted. We knew that Jay Bolmish was going to be unrestricted. We knew that Alex Petrangelo was going to be unrestricted in a year. So that's three players. So you 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 just do the simple thought processes that your team is going to change. But uh, you know we have Mikola, uh, who's a young prospect that's coming. He's got some skies, uh, some size. Scandella comes in with some size. Colton's got size. Bertuzzo's got size. So it's not like we've we've uh, abandoned what we've done in the past. 
but good hockey players are good hockey players. They can come in five, nine packages or they can come in uh, six, seven packages like, uh, like Jaron, but uh, they, they can be good players and then affect the games. Doug, finally on this, this section here for people who are listening and look, I, I have an idea of it. I was on one side of this game, meaning the player side and, and you've been in this business a long time and a long time general manager. Now, how hard is it sometimes to separate the business side from the human side and i listen i know that there's a lot of things that go on you have to make decisions for the best of the club but at the end of the day people have to realize that you do develop personal relationships with your players specifically long-term players so just you know how hard is it sometimes to stay business-like and and take that emotion out of it well i I think it's certainly a balance and uh quite honestly when when i for myself, I've, my wife talked to my wife about this. When when I when I lose that balance is when I really want to get out of the game. When I no longer it no longer affects me to know and then you're altering someone's life. You're asking you're, whether it's a trade or whatever you're doing. You know you understand that people are going to have to pack up, sell the house, and move family, and, and it's very difficult. And so you, I don't take that. I don't take making those decisions lightly because I understand the effect that they have on on a, on a family. Uh, as you said, I've been in the game a long time. I, I got let go by Dallas, and it uh, it upsets your life. You know, you you got to move. You got to put your kids in school. You got to reconnect with a whole new uh, uh, environment. So um, I understand. I don't lose sight of. It. I have a job to do, and my responsibility to the St. Louis Blues uh, organization as a whole. Uh, but if, if you have no human feelings for what you're doing, then I think you you, you don't build a culture that uh, that you want to be part of, and uh, sometimes it, it doesn't work out the way you want it all the time, but it's not out of malice or out of uh, disrespect for, for you know, your, your caring of, of, of the people that you trust. Army, on Friday night, you spoke with the media about the signing of Tory Krug, and I thought there was a really interesting quote from you talking about, and, and I know you don't like talking publicly about negotiations, and I totally understand that, but you mentioned um, how you don't like how a no-movement clause in your mind gives the player more power than the owner I wanted to ask you, because I'm not asking this specifically about Petro, but if if Alex Petrangelo doesn't get that here in St. Louis, is that something that in your mind, for for fans of the Blues, they shouldn't expect necessarily for players in the future, that no-movement clause? Uh, No, I I wouldn't say that. I don't don't believe in them, but it's not we wouldn't do them. So, yeah, you know, every every, every player, every case is different. And and the difference between a no-trade and a no-movement clause is that in a no-trade clause, you have to go to the player to get his okay to switch teams. Uh, and, and if he doesn't give you that, you can put him on waivers and allow any player to claim him. On a no-movement clause, the player is here for his the – there's no, there's, the only way to, to, to relieve that contract is to buy a player out. Uh, and so basically you, you're telling the player that he can say and do whatever he wants whenever he wants. Uh, within, you know, within reason. <laughs> Obviously, you can't mogul anybody, but <laughs> you can, you, you, you can, you can basically act and 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 do anything that you want to to, to the coach, to the manager, to your teammates, to the ownership, to the fan base, whatever. And there's no there's no ramifications for the team. Now, with players like Alex Bertrand, I never worried that that was going to be a, an issue. Uh, there's a lot of guys that 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 you know it's not going to be an issue. But when you start going down that path of of awarding that. You're you're limiting the overall 
clout of an ownership group of, of, of the franchise. And now that being said, it, that was never an issue with, with Alex in the sense that we, we ever expected or, or would think anything would, would go in a different direction. And I wouldn't think that with, with Shen or O'Reilly or Schwartz or Pranko or, you know, the, the list goes on and on, but it's something that you, you want to protect your ownership group for. And uh, it's something I have a strong feeling in, but it's not, it's not locked in stone where the St. Louis Blues would never do it because that's how Doug Armstrong feels. It's it's something that I that when we would award it to somebody, it would be a special person, and uh, and uh, I'll, I'll leave it there. But Alex was certainly a special person. Doug, you weren't uh, done with Tory Krug. You had uh, another signing over the weekend, a veteran guy, a tough customer who's won a couple of Stanley Cups. Kyle Clifford uh, joins the St. Louis Blues on a two-year deal. So two questions on that one is, one, uh, when did you guys look at circling back or circling to Kyle Clifford, and what can we make of that based on the Alexander Steen injury? As I don't know if they go hand-in-hand, but everybody seems to act like this is going hand-in-hand, so I figured I'd go right to the top and ask you. Yeah, it doesn't go hand-in-hand because they have different responsibilities on the team. Uh, You know, when when the season ended, I I try and – um, you know, and you can attest to this, like the players know first, the coach is second, the manager third on what's happening in the locker room. Uh, so I, I, I went to some players I, I have high respect for in our team. And I said, what, what's the attitude of our team? Where do you, where, where would you guys think we could improve? What, what are some areas? And, and they, they felt that uh, if we could add a player that, that had that, uh, I don't want to say protection skill, but protection skill uh, that it would, it would let guys sleep a little bit easier at night. Not that we're afraid or we get pushed around or anything, but Kyle Clifford comes in as a, as someone that is known to be a great teammate to, to handle situations that not everyone's comfortable handling. Uh, and, you know, our research showed that when we talked to different people, um, you know, he, he's just going to fit into our team uh, and, and give us some, some comfort level that, when games get chippy that he understands his responsibility in that, but he also has to play. And so Alexander Steen's role on our team was never that and never will be that. So it was, um, when, when you look at the, the job description and, and uh, the, the traits that someone brings into a team, we'll fill the void that, that uh, we as an organization felt was, uh, could be filled if we could find the right person. Army, final question that I have for you here. Um, you, you mentioned on Friday as well that Alex Steen might be a candidate for a long-term IR at the beginning of the year. Same thing for Vladimir Tarasenko, of course. How much pressure does it put on you to go into a season while probably being under the cap with those long-term IRs, but then knowing at some point during the course of the year, you're probably going to have to make some moves if or when Tarasenko and Steen return to the ice. How much pressure does that put on somebody in your position? Well, I mean, you always have to have uh, your your sight on uh, the best case scenario when players come back in. And uh, uh, but right now, you know, our, our job is to get through free agency and then and then get to the start of the season. Uh, as I said, Alex got in, has been injured uh, going into the camp. Uh, he hasn't felt a lot. Or, sorry, into the bubble, he couldn't play at the end. He hasn't felt great since then. He and I are going to talk. He, his wife's expecting a baby. There's so many more things important right now. Uh, for Alex than than talking to me, it's, it's you know getting uh, welcoming his second child uh, in with his with his wife and uh, 
but he's not, you know, he's played a thousand games and he hasn't. And what I, when he and I talked and Jamie can attest, like he, he's played a thousand games and they haven't been easy games. It's not like he's a perimeter player that's waited for, for other people to do the job and, and he would uh, reap the benefits. He's been a, a meat and potatoes player. And you do that for a thousand games plus playoffs. Uh, it, it takes a toll on your body. And unfortunately it's starting to, uh, to show more frequently with Alex and I'm hoping he gets better as, as quick as possible, but he and I are just making sure that we're, you know, there, there's, we're not, we're not being penny wise pound foolish with his health. He's Doug Armstrong, Blues general manager, certainly been a busy 72 hours or so, a busy few weeks, few months for the Blues general manager. Doug, we always appreciate the time here on 101 ESPN. Thank you so much for joining us today and all the best to you and your family moving forward. Well, thank you very much, uh, and everyone enjoy that great uh, Canadian Thanksgiving today. That's right, Doug. Have a couple cold ones, too. Take <laughs> <laughs> care, fellas. Take it easy. That is Doug Armstrong, Blues General Manager here on 101 ESPN. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.